Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is July 5th of the year 2020, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica. And, well, lots to talk about. <laughs> there is there's never a dull podcast, that's for sure. Um, not lately. So, um, hmm... In the, let's just talk about the last 24 hours. So there was an eclipse, and if you uh, are in the mountain time zone, you had the eclipse really last night at about 10.45 p.m. And if you're in the eastern time zone, you had the eclipse at 12.44 a.m. And if you live, you know, in the other side of the world or in Australia or something, it was, it was like in your afternoon or so, and, and so you had an eclipse on... on uh, you know, the afternoon of Sunday. And so when uh, we had this eclipse, this is an interesting one. While it was not as intensely connected to the nodes as it was the other two, as the other two were, this was definitely still active and, and action-oriented and feeling intense. And, you know... I, I, I have to say, I'm pretty exhausted. <laughs> and I know what's going on. I mean, I, I honestly know what's going on regularly. And this is, you know, a very, very intense time. And so when I look at this um, eclipse, uh, first of all, I had, you know, it, it, the, it was a lunar eclipse, right? So I had uh, a personal connection to it, to my astrological chart because of where my nodes are. And um, this was a full moon and the moon was at 13 degrees of Capricorn, like 13 and a half Capricorn. And the sun is at 13 and a half Cancer because we're in that Cancerian time of year. And so what we're doing is we're experiencing like lunar being it's like taking a bite out of the moon and it was raining here last night so I couldn't see it you should have been able to see it in most of the United States and South and Central America but I couldn't I couldn't see it you know if you had a cloudy night you couldn't see it so uh even though um you know this was not the eclipse that was the one two weeks ago or even the one two weeks before that this still has a, a lot of power packed into it and at 3 40 this morning I had an earthquake so I was sound asleep and this was you know I said the eclipse here was you know quarter of 11 last night but of course things never happen exactly when they're going to happen except for when I saw the tarantula on April 4th um <laughs> but you know this is this was 3 40 this morning so several hours after that you know I was in a good sleep and boom there was an earthquake and it really shook the ground right under my bedroom and I really felt like I was jolted, jolted out of my sleep. And so, you know, um, it wasn't all of Costa Rica. I think it was pretty close to where I am or nearby. It was a 4.9 earthquake. So not only is this your astrological week ahead, but this is like your earthquake report. Um, <laughs> so, and there are more earthquakes. If you go to the earthquake websites, that, that mark the earthquakes, there are a lot more happening around the world than you can possibly imagine. Like, oh, today there were 149 earthquakes. You know, they might be really tiny ones, but they're still earthquakes. So um, anyway, so there, my eclipse included an earthquake, which is not the first time 
an earthquake has happened during an eclipse for me. There was two years ago, and then one night not so long ago while I was recording this very podcast, uh, there was an earthquake during my podcast. So <laughs> welcome, welcome to Costa Rica. So yeah, so the sun and the moon were opposite each other, and the north node is in Gemini, and the south node is in Sagittarius. And so we're really, really not paying attention to Capricorn and Cancer as far as the nodes are concerned. But if anything, you know, this would be um, closer to the south node, where the moon was, was closer to the south node. It was still 15 degrees away. Um, but this is really something very, you know, eclipses are powerful. You know, like it or not, this is, they are intense energy. Rarely does... Uh, an eclipse go by and you know i'm gonna sit here and say well that was not much of anything that kind of did nothing for me you know usually there's i find south node eclipses to be really exhausting um when we had the eclipse last december um at christmas it was like christmas day the day after the it was a new moon which is you know got a lot of energy but it was the south node and Nobody I knew had any energy the next day. It was just like, let's just all roll over and go back to sleep, even though it's Christmas. You know, Christmas wasn't, we, we were in all sorts of shopping and partying and crazy here. It was lovely, but it was, we were just all exhausted and sitting around just like, ugh, <laughs> where's my energy? And that's what this felt like. So interestingly enough, I think this had a little combination of anxiety and exhaustion. And it's that tired and wired feeling. And I don't believe that we get exhausted so easily. Um, we don't get exhausted so easily, you know, when we're not anxious. So anxiety takes a lot of energy. And because of the state the world is in, because of the condition that things are going in, because of everything everywhere that I don't need to talk to you about, because you can get it on any news channel anywhere at any time, right now, um, you all know what's going on. All of this is exhausting. And so we are really experiencing some, you know, deep need for sleep and, and rest and exhaustion. So, um, and, and not need for exhaustion, but to, to, you know, assuage the exhaustion. But there is, there is this level of like, wow, I, I'm anxious. And it's been high alert for months. And, and eclipses are always feeling like high alert. And your nervous system stays in this high alert place. So here's the thing. Um, when the moon was, you know, was halfway through Capricorn, but right now, and I want to talk about it because it's right now, the moon is dead center in the middle of Pluto and Saturn. So over the last few hours, it hit Jupiter, it hit Pluto. Now it's 24 degrees of Capricorn as I talk about this. And then it's got another five degrees before it hits Saturn, which last Wednesday went back into Capricorn. So Saturn changed signs. We had an eclipse. Jupiter, Pluto was last Tuesday. Saturn changed signs last Wednesday. It's nonstop. So you know, if you feel like you can't keep up, you are right where everyone else is and you're normal and you are not crazy. And it has been a really, really intense, intense time. Now, I expect that as we move through the week, we're going to get further away from that eclipse and Mercury is going to go direct next Sunday 
in the wee hours of the morning Eastern time. So, you know, by the time the people there wake up it, in the morning on next Sunday, Mercury will be direct. And the crazy thing is that, you know, it's just, it, it seems to be nonstop. And we, we can't ever seem to catch up, even though, even though Mercury's backwards right now, it's like, you know, we can't, we, we're really trying to move forwards and it's, it's hard to move forwards because certainly, certainly, I mean, it's an apparent backward movement, but doesn't it look like everything's moved backwards? Doesn't it look like <laughs> that, well, the virus is higher and we've got more cases and well, we have to go back to where we were, you know, stage one several months ago and sorry, you thought you could drive today. You can't. Um, and sorry, the beaches were going to be open and now they're not. And nope, the borders are still closed. Sorry. So if you think that, you know, uh, we're in apparent apparent backward motion with Mercury, which we often think we are. We, I mean, that's the way it is. It really feels like we're moving backwards, doesn't it? It really feels like we're just walking backwards. And so that's that's why it seems so crazy because honestly, we think that we're we're in the past again because last Mercury retrograde, which was the beginning of this pandemic back in February, remember it was in Pisces. And I said, well, nobody knows what the truth is. And we don't know if it's real. We don't know how much of it's like to be believed if it's the media, blah, 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 because it hadn't really taken over yet. And back at that last Mercury retrograde, we were still kind of questioning our governments and our the rules that they were starting places are starting to close and we're like oh come on it can't be that bad really is it it's you know is this just the flu don't we normally just get this and uh it seems like we're kind of back there again now what has emerged since the last mercury retrograde is a lot and a lot of stuff and a lot of tragedy and a lot of crazy crazy things and a lot of intensity but also a lot of theories and again, we even though Mercury is not in Pisces, we still don't know, you know, a lot of what to believe. Um, I have my beliefs. I will not impart them on you. <laughs> I do believe we, I will say this, um, I do believe we will get better, um, we'll get better uh, support from the universe if we start paying more attention to nature. And that's all I'm going to say. You know, I could go on and on, but, uh, you know, I, it's more important that I tell you what's happening astrologically because you could read about nature elsewhere, too. Um, so here we are with Saturn back in Capricorn. Now, Saturn, as I told you last week, is back in Capricorn and Saturn is going to stay in Capricorn. Wow. Till December 17th. And then it's going to go into Aquarius where it's going to meet with Jupiter. And so look at these months. Look at the months that we've been through um, earlier this year. You know, it did not and will not go back to the place it met Pluto at 22 degrees back in January. So, you know, we're, we're right now we're at like 29 degrees Capricorn where Saturn is. But that means Saturn is still ruling the heavens and so is Mars. So Mars is really in its home and Capricorn is in its home and Neptune is in its home. So these are very interesting places for these planets to be because they're in they are each sort of vying for power and 
you know, these are the last few months of Saturn going into Capricorn. And, you know, they're really, we've been, like, this, these times are, like, really, really a doozy. Um, if you have planets in Capricorn, Aries, Libra, or Cancer, you are feeling this very strongly. Now, the moon, as I speak, as I said, is in Capricorn. Um, it's really not going to go void until, for, it's going to be void for, like, a half an hour in the middle of the night. Uh, tonight or early wee hours of tomorrow morning. And so here we are um, after this eclipse and it isn't just like we're getting a break. It's like, oh yeah, well, I now I felt a shift after the eclipse despite the earthquake. I definitely felt different when I got up this morning. But as as the moon hits these three planets, you know, usually Jupiter's not the issue. It hits Pluto, it hits Saturn and it's wedged between Pluto and Saturn right now. Yeah, there's been this, like, I then the energy changed and it's a bit of a cloud. However, that is not to say that it is going to be like that going forward. Because we hit the eclipse, the moon is just traveling, you know, it's, it's hyped up. Imagine the moon is all jacked up from that eclipse and then it's hitting Jupiter or Pluto and then now it's headed towards Saturn. And so it still has a lot of energy and power from that eclipse. And as it hits these three planets, it's, you know, it's Capricorn. It's, oh God, what did I not get done today? Do I have to get things done? I feel like I need to get things done. I have to get something accomplished. I'm not moving forward. What am I going to do? What about the rules, the regulations? What about the restrictions they're putting on us? Oh, I can't drive. I can't do this. You know, it's a freak out. It's a bit of a freak out. So as I've been saying on Instagram, keep your head. Don't feel that you are in all sorts of, you know, um, that you're in all sorts of like, oh my, survival mode. The words survival mode, we have to get out of survival mode. We have to ascend. We have to rise up. I said this on my Instagram this afternoon. There is no way we can, can all continue in survival mode. There's just no way. And survival mode is the lower three energy centers of the body. And if you can raise your energy out of there and ascend your energy into your heart and into your brain and into your, into your you know, pineal gland, um, especially your heart, you want to raise your energy into your heart. And that's what's going to get you through this not staying in survival mode, not what ifs, not if, not about yesterday or yesteryear, not um, all about, you know, what about tomorrow and how am I going to do this? You just got to just, you're in the moment right now and you got to stay in your heart in the moment because that's the only place to be. The only places to be is in your heart in this moment. And it's so complicated to hear that and stay there and it's so complicated to be um to be staying in your heart when you know fear is is all around you um there's an interesting story so last week my friend here uh who is also my landlady started a cafe and during this, she started, she opened a cafe. It's a long story, but let's just say right across, she's an Indian goods store and she started a cafe and she, she's an Aries. She doesn't care. She's just going to do what she needs to do, um, do what she wants to do. And especially with Mars and Aries right now. Well, the, in the middle of the, she was doing great. 
Lots of people were coming. Lots of things were happening. People were showing up. Oh, you have coffee. Oh, great. Oh, this is a new coffee place. Terrific. Fantastic. So people came in for coffee and she was happy and they were in good moods. And then all of a sudden, the government made a statement. And I think this might have been Thursday. The government made a statement about restrictions and all the restrictions and how the restrictions are continuing and we're going backwards instead of forwards. And there's that backwards movement again. And all of a sudden, she said the whole shopping center was busy. It was buzzing with energy. And then it went dead. Her cafe, the supermarket, the shops there all went dead. I said, yeah, because everybody ran home. She says, I can't stand the way the government puts fear in everybody. Well, it could be the government. It could be the newspaper. It could be any. It's the media. Let's just say it's the media. Um, <laughs> she will, you know, she'll say it's whatever, but it's, it's the word. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. It's the word, and everybody got fearful, but, you know, the government's just doing their job, and they have to keep us informed, and they made an announcement, and they made some rules, and we have to live by them, and that's life. Yeah, somebody like her doesn't want to hear that, you know, Aries. <laughs> but, you know, it. what it did was everybody should just go look at their phone or hear about it and go, oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, these go into effect when? Not today. Okay. And just go on about your business. Go get your cup of coffee. Go to your shopping center. Get your groceries. Do what you need to do. Why is it that when there is an announcement, everybody goes into survival mode and goes into fear? We have control over that. People say, oh, they're trying to put fear in us. You, you, no, 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 no. You have control over whether you go into fear or not. Anybody could try to do anything to you. Anything. And you have to keep yourself out of that. So you need to make sure that you don't go into survival mode. So everybody ran out of the shopping center and went home. And the important thing is here to not let that happen to yourself. You can go, ah, okay, wow. Is really, that's what they're saying? Why do you need to run home? Has the world changed that much? Are they saying you better get home right now? There's an asteroid hitting the earth. And if there was an asteroid hitting the earth, were you going to run home? Or are you just going to keep doing what you're doing? Because there's no choice. There's an asteroid hitting the earth. Um, but there's not an asteroid hitting the earth. It's some news and announcements that the government, because they're the government, and because it's their responsibility, and this is Capricorn, and Saturn is back in Capricorn, and we have three planets in Capricorn, and right now four planets in Capricorn, and the eclipse was in Capricorn. Right away, and Capricorn rules authority and governments, right away, we think we have to run. Saturn also rules fear. That does not mean you have to buy your groceries in five seconds and run home. <laughs> it means you just take the information, understand it, obey the rules, and, and don't get in trouble, don't get fined, and just go, okay. It doesn't mean you have to recoil back into survival mode. That's the important thing to remember, is to not recoil into survival mode. We've all got to push forward. We all have to transcend and, and ascend all of this. And the only way we're going to do that is to stay the heck out of survival mode. And, you know, if you're not sick, if your loved ones aren't sick, if 
you know, yeah, things, you, you just, you can't let this pull you backwards, even though Mercury's retrograde and we feel like we're going backwards. You have to just keep moving and you have, this is all, a, you know, think of it as a test. Think of it as a, a, a moment. If we all stay in survival mode, you know, to my landlady's point, yes, there are things that are fear-related, things are fear-based, and, you know, people use fear to control other people. And it could be your parents when you were a kid. If you don't do your homework, this is what's going to happen. But you don't have to take it that way. You don't. It's up to you how you assimilate and digest that information. You have control over that. Stop giving your power away to authorities for planets in Capricorn with an eclipse, okay? Stop giving your power away to anybody other than you, okay? So take this one step at a time and watch the transformation and ascend and be transcendental about it, transcend, and do what you need to do for yourself. Um, do your breath work, do breath work, do uh, meditation, watch something funny. You could raise consciousness with something really hilarious. Um, and think of something that somebody said that made you laugh really hard. And that will keep you, your heart light. You got to stay in your heart right now, not, not in survival mode. So that's my speech. <laughs> Four planets are in Capricorn right now. Do not let fear rule your life. Do not let fear rule your day. Do not let fear take away your power because that's all it is, is fear. So, and there's that, uh, was it General Douglas MacArthur who said we only have something to fear. The only thing to fear is fear itself. And that's it. That's what we have to do is beware of fear. Now, um, as far as other planets this week, things are going to go rather normally. Mercury is going to square Mars on Wednesday. So there's a lot of like chatter and talking and, and you know, Mercury is in, in Cancer and Mars is in Aries. So there might be a little bit of harsh words or a little bit, you know, sharp tongues or something like that. Don't let that happen. Try to be cool with everybody. Um, for the most part, everything is going to stay normal as far as like there, nobody's changing signs this week. Um, the only planet changing direction is Mercury when it goes direct next Sunday. And it's going to go, it'll be, you know, in the early part of Cancer. And it's just going to move forward in Cancer. And that's a good thing. So we'll be able to think straight again. But there are things, the sun, as it moves through the sign of cancer, which it is doing, it is going to really feel like this. Uh, it's hitting all those Capricorn planets. So um, we've got next week, when we go from the 12th to the 18th, that's the week of where the sun is going to, you know, hit, the opposition to Jupiter and then the opposition to Pluto and then the opposition to Saturn and the, you know, that's when the sun really, well, actually the sun won't really oppose Saturn until that new moon in a couple weeks, but it's moving along and, you know, the sun, remember back in April we had, you know, we were in Aries and as we always are in April and there was the Jupiter Pluto and the Jupiter Pluto was squared by the sun because it's in Capricorn and the sun was in Aries like two weeks later, a week or two later. And yes, um, 
there were some very, uh, you know, strong waves. Like I saw another tarantula. <laughs> now here we are in July and this, the sun is going to affect Jupiter, Pluto again, because it's opposite. That was a square when it was in Aries and now it's, it's doing the opposition thing. So that won't happen until the 14th and the 15th. So that's not yet. But in the meantime, um, you know, there's a new moon coming on the 20th, and that is going to kick out the eclipse period. So really what we're looking at is we are in the place of, um, you know, the eclipse, and eclipses, the energy lasts for a few days, so don't think, well, the eclipse was last night, so wait, how does that, you know, that's not um, anything you know, it's not feeling like it's better. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was last night, as opposed to, you know, three weeks ago. It's it's still, you know, they say three days coming, three days going. And so, you know, the next few days, you may still feel that eclipse, especially today when the moon is triggering all that stuff in Capricorn. So just try to relax, you know, for the rest of today and move through it and, you know, do other things that keep you distracted. Um, in the meantime, Mercury will direct itself um, and the sun will try Neptune next Sunday. So I think we're going to start to feel like a little bit of a break is in order um, as far as the energy is concerned. This is high energy time. Eclipses always are. When we have a lunation prior to the eclipse, which we had way back in June, that started the eclipse period and it definitely, I definitely felt that. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is, the, this is the one before the eclipse, the new, the new moon that we had before the eclipse. And then we have the, then we had three eclipses, and three is a lot of eclipses. And then now we are having uh, finished the eclipse. We will next have the new moon that finishes up the whole eclipse period. And we don't have to think about those for a few months yet. But... That eclipse, there's always going to be things that hit the eclipse points or do something to the eclipse points. And so as we move towards the middle of the month, Mars, as it goes through Aries, will certainly um, start hitting that eclipse point. It will square the eclipse point. So when it gets, right now Mars is only at 4 degrees, almost 5 degrees of Aries. When it gets to 13, which isn't going to be for a few weeks yet, I think it's around the 25th, that's when we're going to feel that again. So we're going to, you know, see how far we've come. But that's good because that'll be after the new moon and that means the eclipse period will be over. But there's going to be triggers. There's going to be triggers from Mars and there's going to be triggers to those planets in Capricorn from Mars. So we're going to get ready for that. And as we move forward towards, you know, the end in, into July, we're only beginning July, but once we get towards the end of July and August, we're going to talk more about that. So the moon goes into Aquarius tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern time, 6.08 a.m. It stays in Aquarius but it goes void at 12.30 a.m. on this Tuesday the 7th Eastern Time. It's void all day Tuesday. So just do the laundry. Do nice things. Make things, you know, do your day's work. Don't, don't make serious phone calls. Don't worry about it. On Wednesday, it's still void until 2.12 in the afternoon Eastern Time. So it's void all day Tuesday. It's void till the afternoon on Wednesday. And... Um, you know, 
once we get past Wednesday, then the moon will be in Pisces and it'll stay in Pisces and it won't be very void until late Friday night. And then Saturday, it'll go into Aries and it'll be there Saturday and Sunday. And then, um, it'll be void for part of next Monday, but we're not there yet. We're still dealing with this week. So Tuesday, the 7th void all day, Wednesday void for a good portion of the day to do things in the afternoon that are new. And you know, once we get to Wednesday and the moon is in Pisces, nobody's going to feel like doing anything. (laughs) Everybody's going to feel like, you know, taking a nap. (laughs) And so there you go. Um, really it's, we're going to start to wind down from this eclipse a little bit. Just be careful who you speak to and how you speak to them this week because of Mars and Mercury getting a little tart with each other. It's okay. Use that energy for good thinking, for brilliant thinking, for great thinking. And, you know, when Mercury goes direct, things are going to shake out. We're going to feel a little better. And just be very aware. Just stay aware and stay out of survival mode. Just keep yourself, you know thinking higher thoughts, staying in your heart, being present with yourself, being connected to others, even though it's hard. Maybe you can't see your friends like you want to. And, you know, follow the rules because we have to. But please don't let them undermine your power. Don't let anything undermine your power. Your power belongs to you. You have a choice when you are being given information. It's just information. They're just trying to keep you informed, okay? And if you need to, don't watch the news, you know? And that's about it. I am Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer podcast. I also have an Instagram called the Golden Astrologer, which I provide lots of little Instagram videos, which people seem to get a lot of relief and benefit from. I provide astrological sessions. If you would like to set one up, you can go to my website and go online uh, to thegoldenastrologer.com and click on book online. You will also find Astrologer's Thoughts there, which is my, um, my blog. And if you are interested in a meditation class, my friend Laura Flanagan is giving a meditation class that's going to start later in July. So you can... Uh, email Laura at Socrates Center. That's Socrates, like spelled like the philosopher. dot com, or you can um, look at you know uh, at the Socrates Center website, and she talks about it. And or you can drop me an email info at goldenastrologer. dot com, and we can I can give you some more information about it. But um, there's uh, also you know once we start moving towards you know, things uh, lightening up a bit here, we'll, I'll start giving more classes again once we're out of the retrogrades and eclipse periods. And I'll keep you posted on those things. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology, and I think that's all you need to know right now. If you would like to question anything, um, uh, if you have any questions for me astrologically, certainly get in touch with me. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week. Stay in your power. And, you know, don't, and stay in your heart. Don't let fear guide you. Don't let fear be the decision maker. Let your heart decide.